It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, Real Housewives of Potomac Coverage, episode 355, Suns Out, Buns Out. I serve as your humble and oh-so-gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's Real Housewives of Potomac Coverage. If you could be so kind to ensure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find podcasts. The Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe. And as always with your Real Housewives of Potomac coverage, you can watch this audio podcast on video. Just head to the Bryce Isaiah YouTube channel, click subscribe, give this video a thumbs up, and let us know in the comments what you think about this week's recap. Jatia and I are back covering episode 13 of season Eight, and we are discussing the DR trip. We are talking about answer the darn questions. We are talking about Mia's inheritance. And we're trying to figure out this number that Miss Karen can't seem to figure out. So it's definitely a fun episode. So listen, let's get into this week's Real House Wives of Potomac. It's a man who. It's a menu, me and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. It's a men who, it's a menu, me and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. What's up, what's up? We are back with your we? purple pants. Oh. We are back. We, we are, are back with our GNA gear. We yeah. are back to recap. Episode 14 of Real Housewives of Potomac. And we are so glad you joined us. Bryce, happy to see you. Happy belated birthday, boo-boo. Thank you so much. Yes, I'm so excited to be back talking Real Housewives of Potomac with Jatia. But also, if you are listening, uh, you should head over to the YouTube channel because, oh, it seems, it appears that Miss Jatia Hart-Taylor is rocking some, let's, let's, uh, let's take a look at this. Oh, it's some GNA uh, apparel. Oh, like me. Oh, wow. She's fashion. She's GNA. She's got no coochie sweat. Oh, not the coochie sweat. Yes, we yeah, love the, the hat. GNA. The yeah. hat protects against. Well, it's funny because... Uh, well, maybe not Giselle's, uh, but because I have a reasonably shady hat and it is from, you know, Robin and Giselle's podcast. And hold on, let me see if I could grab it real quick. Uh, what's funny about my GNA hat is I thought it's so cute. But when I look inside, uh, embellished by Ooh. Robin, I don't know if GNA is. GNA probably isn't. No, and it doesn't have that satin lining. I really the satin. like the embellished satin lining hat. So that, that was what was up, okay? Yes, we got your T over here rocking the GNA, okay? Uh, yes, we said. And I must say that I got this from my bestie. Not not Miss Westy, but actually my <laughs> Bryce Bay bought me this hat. So it is fabulous. I like it. They only have like sweatpants and like apparel and stuff. But you know, it's cute. It's it's giving products. 
Listen, so, okay. we, we support the ladies over here. Uh, you know, I guess it started with Jatia gifting me uh, La Dame. Yeah. Uh, okay, then I gifted Jatia some embellish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I went to the Reasonably Shady podcast not that long ago. So, you know, I got my paddle. And when I was there, I was like, I got to get something for Jatia. So we got her the GNA. So listen, we support, and mind you, I would have got the candles, but uh, it wasn't no 15 wick candles there. You know, we don't they, do no less were, than 10 wicks. We don't do They were unavailable. Hurt. Y'all know I have purchased deep space. So listen, we support the ladies over here, even though a we lot do. of people in the comments be, you know, talking all that. We don't like this and that. But listen, we are back and we are here discussing episode 14. Um, a lot of the fans on the internet were saying it was a snooze fest. I actually personally I enjoyed these episodes right like these moments of the ladies playing games for me it is like the mm, the game i have to say was the highlight of the episode it was the, the highlight of the crop yes um so. but it was a little bit snoozy it was a little bit snoozy to me so mm-hmm. let's let's jump right into it so boom we're in the dominican republic right right we're okay. in the dominica republica we you know it's all of this everybody got on the nice outfits and we are here and it is day one Halfway through day one is when we pick back up. So we've had the room assignments last week, right? Yes. Right? We know that Giselle, you know, finally has a room to herself. Yes. Um, The Grand Dame is, you know, trying to use her black card um, to get her own room, but they're booked out. So, you know, Ashley trades with her. Everybody is settled, right? And then Giselle has a coronation to put on, right? Oh. That's where we pick up, at the coronation. Yeah. So, we have a new Grand Dame of the North Potomac. Yes, or at least a Grand Dame 20854. That <laughs> as, own. As the, as the, right. Uh, so I, I thought this was lovely shade. Um, that And there were nice little pickups back and forth, you know, that the Grand Dame was like, I don't care. But then... Seriously goes into a little hissy, a hissy fit, being like, oh, she grand up 20854. Oh, shade. And then she calls out that Giselle lives in what? Bethesda. Okay. But Giselle's comeback is, but I own my home. I said, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, nail gone. Okay. Um, it was very funny to me um to hear them go back and forth in the lovely top level shade you know ain't nobody children or mamas or husbands get talked about was just nice quirky banter i like where they're at with that and so candace rejoins the group uh as she just feels like she's not entertaining the the shade that satan spawns and the ladies go night golfing and i was like what what is night golfing i thought it was cute i thought it was super cute it's kind of like top golf with uh neon lights so they have to um, hit the balls and they light up when you hit them. And then if you hit the target, it, it hits. I thought some of the ladies would be better golfers. I think somebody was all right. I think it was, to me, I, I feel like it was Robin because Robin's athletic. Um, I want to say, I think it might have been NECA. I think NECA kind of hit the ball the closest uh, to the hole. But yeah, it seemed fun. All the ladies seemed to be getting along. Uh, and then we had the ladies talking. Well, we have Candace and Robin uh, talking to Giselle about, you know, Jason, her uh, not below deck, but um, Sleep Island. Winter house. Winter house. Uh, you know, 
if they're exclusive. And Giselle says, I'm not exclusive. I said, oh, Jizzy. Okay, Jizzy. more. Jizzy's in these streets. I'm not mad. Uh, the thing where Giselle draws the line is that, like, Jason, they're not to post any other people on social, social media. media. I like that. I like that, you know, she know where she's staying. They know, you know, they have talked about it. So I ain't mad at it. And also, she's a woman of a certain age. Like, she ain't trying to... Um, it's it's a different. Her kids are grown. He seems pre kids. I don't know if he has children or not, but I love that they have at least discussed it. So I'm right. good. I'm good on that. Go, Giselle. Know where you at, girl. Right. So listen, I ain't mad at that too. Like, listen, and he's a little younger, and I I'm not. I love the age difference. I think that, like, again, Giselle is beautiful. Jason looks good. I love this for Giselle. I hope that, you know, maybe we get to see more of Jason if this becomes a thing. But I do feel like she has been a lot more open uh, with this relationship than in the past. Uh, we go to dinner. And at dinner, Giselle wants to thank Karen for the advice that Karen gave her. Karen said that at her son's graduation, her mom was like, Stop crying and boohooing. You're taking the moment away from your son. You have all the time when he leaves to cry, but like, make sure you're present for this moment. And Giselle was like thankful that Karen shared that information. I don't, I love when um, Karen kind of like talks about her mom because we know she recently lost her mom. And so sometimes when Karen talks about her mom, it's like really sad and she gets upset. But I like the fact that, you know, I almost feel like Karen's mother is able to live on through these like motherly advice. And we, we love the moms. Anytime a mom is involved on a real housewife, it is dope, <laughs> right? We know, like, when Dottie comes, you know it's about to be a party. So I love it. I also love how they can connect as moms. Again, they were just throwing shade at each other, but now they can connect. They can move past it. This is the low-level surface shade and, and support that I like. Shade and support. Shade and support. That's what I like for my real housewives. So I was loving it. Now, what I did not like and what was not shade and support was all the eye rolling from um, Wendy and, and Kansas. When obviously Giselle is trying to protect her daughters, kind of like where she's going to college, but it's very clear she's going to FAMU. Uh, yes. She's going to an HBCU in Florida. And Giselle is like nervous for her going so far away. And I think maybe even Mia asks, like, how do you feel about your daughter going to a conservative state? You know, Ron DeSantis is out there tripping and all this stuff. And so, you know, Giselle says that she's worried, but you know, she feels like she has instilled in grace the things that she needs to know. But again, what I did not like was Wendy and Candace making these faces like mm, your daughter going to a conservative state. Like, mm, like I, well, I, yeah, I didn't I, like that. First confused. of all, shout out to FAMU. Okay, hello. I went to, I graduated from Florida State. I'm an engineer, so I went to the FAMU FSU College of Engineering. HBC. Had a great time. Yeah, right. Let's strike, 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 and strike again. Um, I think it's great. I mean, yes, it is a conservative state, but y'all are too far from, I mean, y'all live right across the river from Virginia and it's hard. I think that was very vulnerable of Giselle to discuss that, you know, her baby, she's a, you know, mama bear. Um, and for you to eye roll when people are talking about children, that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like when Karen had her pure or her, uh, I forget the name of the, her actual cause, but for like women that have been uh, assaulted, right? Yeah. Like, 
sexually assaulted. Like, I, I liked how the women came together for that. Like, y'all didn't agree. People were sharing different stuff. Like, keep that same energy. But, again, I already going know what Candace going to say. Like, well, my family, my husband wasn't. Like, I just, I already feel it rumbling. But um, it's interesting because um, we feel like this is going to roll over into next week's episode because we kind of sort of see how it goes. And then... You know, Karen brings up, like, this is the thing we love about this group. Like, you know, like, it's a sisterhood. Like, we can support each other. Like, you know, and all of this stuff. And so, loving that. And here comes Giselle. Because she wants to throw the pot. And so, Giselle says, in the spirit of this sisterhood, we should be able to call people out. And Giselle says that she feels like Karen attacked Mia's marriage by talking about her, you know, sleeping with a rapper. And Giselle's like, had I done that or when I have done that in the past, it has been World War Three. And so where do we draw the line? Now, Mia, who historically is messy. Look, she came. She came, okay? She came, she came. She was ready. She was dressed. She was on time because basically Mia's like, yeah, you know, we could let it go, the rapper thing, because, you know, that person isn't going to be involved. And she fesses up. She was like, it wasn't when we were married. It was when we was dating. So, boom, she puts herself out there. So, she diffuses that little match. And then she right. says, well, I can say more about you. I haven't, told, I, I haven't told uh, the rest of your story, but Correct. I can. Right. And right. and the grand dame backpedals like no other. She makes she like she like whoa back that she thing slithered. up. She like juvenile. She Look, she's she's slithering, okay, because she don't want that smoke from Mia. First of all, she sees how deep Mia will go. Like we know how she rolled out on her best friend. So expect nothing less. So she knows she got that caca for her. So the grand dame is like Oh, yeah, well, you know, talk to my face. Don't talk to behind my back. Funny, we cut Bravo Shade to people telling the grand dame in her face. And, right? Okay, the way Bravo provided those receipts, because, again, Mia has been messy. But, like, again, I think this season might be my most favorite season with Mia because it's like I don't know maybe it took her two seasons to kind of get her feet wet because yeah like the more and more I see these old clips of Mia I'm like maybe I do like Mia a little bit but look she took that bullet in the chest and was and got back at her like she took the so like that was great she took the hit and came back at her and and the ground down was not ready to talk about it because then she had deflection. She had things. I brought you into the group. I brought you, know? you into the group. Right. And so it's everyone, all this stuff. Yeah. All the ladies noticed. They was like, this isn't a typical Karen response because right. Miss Miss Huger can get down and dirty with the girls. And so everyone was like, oh, well, we kind of, I'm curious to know what's Mia, like what she has on her. Another interesting thing that happened at the table, which I thought was a little weird but kiarna uh says to giselle i want to just also thank you giselle for checking in on me and we see candace and wendy like but what we wendy like well i brought you ginger ale yeah so the shade of that is it's just very interesting because do i feel like giselle 
cared about Kiarna, sure. But was it a political move? Uh, because this is allegedly Wendy's friend that's coming in. And clearly we can see that Wendy and Candace don't really bang with her like that. They didn't want to share a room with her. Like th there's clearly something more uh, bubbling up. But I just thought that was like a little interesting. So I do want to say that where Mia lost it for me was when she started talking about her inheritance. Uh, well, listen, that that is. That, I was like, what? Child, that's at, that's at the that's at the other dinner, okay? Uh, oh, sorry. Okay, but so yeah, they're quite okay. all right. We'll keep it but we'll keep moving. Listen, so We're then the next day. Up. That was dinner. They all went to sleep. Before they went to sleep, all the ladies went to their bedrooms. What I thought was interesting was that normally on the trips, a lot of the times, Karen goes to sleep, Giselle goes to sleep, and normally the people that hang out are like Candace, Robin, and Wendy. And so we didn't really see much of it, but we definitely saw the ladies in the dining room together after everyone was going to sleep. And so it makes me want to believe that maybe... Candace and Robin have repaired their friendship a little bit more than we actually have seen on the TV. Uh, I think so Robin has let it go because that's what that's what she's like. She's just she just lets it go. She knows how to keep keep it moving. So the next day, Robin has a pretty chill day planned for the ladies. They're just hanging out. And so they decide to play this game uh, that is answer the damn question answer the damn question and so i and again with these ladies we always gonna talk about sex okay and i don't know i can't remember all of the questions but i know uh something i know which uh, one you remember oh i remember a couple of them i think they asked wendy if she has ever had intercourse with her partner or with her husband while she is uh on her menstrual and uh, Wendy <laughs> men say it's so weird when she had her period yeah well right when she had her period so Wendy goes all about the stuff and then you know all I know was his favorite brown eye now I was like brown eye I was like thank you for sharing now I automatically thought the brown eye was like the vagina. I wasn't taking it there. I wasn't thinking oh, about it. I oh, I definitely knew. I said so. Oh, no. I was. I was like, thank you for sharing, Happy Eddie, with the world. You know, it's like thank you. I mean, I live for these kind of moments, like the too much sharing, the oversharing. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Support not, sisterhood sharing. Add listen, another thing. Not so, the not the brown eye though. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then wait, wait. um, what I think was the most telling mm. question of mm. the whole game was, you know, Karen was asked, um, how in many the last men, five years? In yeah, the in the last five years. And then she was like looking up into the air and calculating. I was like, girl, that should be an easy one. One. And then she like went and was like, are we counting wet dreams? And this got me so confused. I was so confused. I'm, I Googled, like I had to Google some stuff because I was like, um, what dreams I thought were like a, a, a you know, adolescent male thing, but you know, clearly it's, it's, it's also definitely not in a puzzle female thing, definitely not limited to adolescent males. It's you oh, know, okay. anyone can have a, a wet dream, but for, for me, if someone were to ask me in the last two months, how many times or how many partners have I had? Well, I yeah, what is the answer to that, huh? Right? Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you were going to answer that. Well, no, I'm, are we talking wet dreams as well? Because 
But that's what I'm saying. I'm not counting no wet dreams. I'm thinking about, huh? Maybe, huh? And maybe, huh? You know, like wet dreams. And so that was just really interesting. And so, again, the way that people were looking at Karen, how like she just danced around this question. Listen, if you and Uncle Ben got an arrangement, just say that. But I mean, I guess it wouldn't reflect well on the institution. But who knows? But baby, I, that's something you need to. That's the inside thought, not the outside thought. Is my point. Like, so, I mean, you, I'm all for the sharing, but maybe that's a. I don't know. Maybe yeah, because it's two people involved in that. So maybe you don't want to share. I don't know. Right. So again, and maybe again, we. I, I don't know. Maybe Karen had a, a drink or two. So maybe like you don't want to ask the question. Maybe she forgot they was filming, and Karen's about to. Uh, but also, so you thought that question was the best one for me. They asked Robin, what's uh, a kinky fantasy that Juan wants to ex- like try with you or has asked? And so, baby, we get it. We get uh, it. I'm like, I already knew it was going to go here, but I'm like, Robin, like, just say something basic, but Robin has shared that, you know, Juan wants to watch, not participate, but watch Robin with someone. Now, the and it part, doesn't matter if it's a girl or well, a guy. And that's the part so that kind of like. the shocking part to me. Like That's the part that I was like, Juan. And, you know, Robin was like, Juan knows I would never want to, like, experiment with a woman. And Juan was like, it, I, it doesn't matter if it's a guy. Michael Darby is excited. Okay. We, Michael I, Darby is, is like, where do is, I put in my application? Is the friendship okay. of Juan and Michael Darby making a lot more sense now? Michael Darby is like, I am available. Here's my cash app. <laughs> Kidding. But um, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Um, loved it. Loved that game. Yeah, I forgot about that question. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So yeah. We, we 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 learned a lot. We learned so, a yeah. lot during and I felt like, although there were eye-rolling last night, I also felt like during this game, so many of the ladies participated. They've shared different things. And so I just thought it was like this game made this episode uh, worthwhile for me. So then they head to the uh, Beach Cabana Club where they're going to have lunch. And at lunch, oh, then they also asked Ashley, when was the last time Ashley had intercourse? And Ashley says about two months ago. Uh, so when we get to this next place where we're having lunch, Ashley like puts her hand up and says, hey guys, I just want to amend my statement that I feel like if I'm talking about my sexual life, I think I need to provide you guys with an update. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, you must have not told me. I really dad. need to. Yeah, right. She didn't like need to provide an update, but like, okay, girl, we ain't gonna stop you from sharing. So that was just interesting, right? Like, I felt like Ashley was like, oh, I didn't tell Michael this. So let me put this disclaimer out before it comes out. That so, you're, you know what? That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. And, and so now we're off to the races. We're talking about spouses, and she discloses that, you know, they still together. And she also says that she has underlying anxiety. I thought this was the real, the real, real part was that, you know, she's insecure, grew up insecure financially and is reluctant to cut that cord. 
Right. But it's also weird because it's like, I feel like she like kind of like contradicts herself because she says Michael doesn't pay for anything. She says he pays for the house. Well, I mean, in that moment, she said he don't pay for anything or he don't give her anything. So, okay. again, he, he must be paying for the house and maybe no spousal support. Maybe it was uh, a down payment on the house. I don't know. It could be. Something. And so, I guess, I don't know if it was Mia is the one that asked for this question. And then, I guess, the question about, like, marrying for money uh, yes. comes up. Yeah. And then they flip it to Mia. And Ooh. Mia is like... Well, Gordon don't have no money. And then here we are. Kiarna is like, well, girl, he had money when you met him. And Mia says, no, he didn't. And so everybody's like, well, oh. and of course, you know, Candace, Candace is always going to remember. Candace is like, well, you said that he was coming. He essentially bought you when you was working at the steak and strip club. He was spending $10,000 a night on you. And Mia says, that sh- that's chump not a lot of money. That's not a lot of money. I was like, girl, okay. I said, oh, okay, my, 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 have the tables turned. And then in a confessional, Mia lets us know that, or even in front of the lady, she says that she has an inheritance. And so when she met Gordon, she had more money than him. And then in her confessional, she says, like, there's a difference between cash and assets. So, girl, does somebody leave you a... $800,000 $800,000 house and you're like like I was confused at that Mia everybody was confused like the same thing when she started talking about her age and this is where Mia loses it for me because when you get down into the details or when she started talking about her business and all that other kind of stuff it's like girl the math ain't mathing you you we don't know what you talk about well you don't know what you talk about how about that both we all confused including so you it's like oh it's is it convenient for you to say that you had more money than Gordon when you met him? So now that you are out here trying to leave him, you're not left with the looking like a gold digger, essentially. Uh, it's kind of sort of what I'm getting from me is that she's kind of trying to back away from this. Um, well, she could also be trying to position herself for divorce proceedings. Who knows? Yeah, but it's just like, well, and if you got more money than Gordon... Why y'all downsize from the house to the to the apartment? Look, and also then ten thousand dollars ain't a lot of money. Then why are y'all don't have a nanny? Because I'm sure you can get a nanny for less than ten thousand dollars a month. I, that's what I heard. So you know, it's all confusing all the way around. Yeah, I was a little confused. Uh, and then I guess they asked Ashley about her uh, if she was still seeing a life coach or I guess Ashley called her a confidence coach. And I really feel like uh, Candace then asked her like, well, well, what have you been working on? And I guess uh, Ashley's homework for her life coach was that she had to write a song about what she's going through. And I feel like Candace was like, well, sing it. She trying, trying to be, to, she was trying I feel to be like shady. trying to be a little yes. shady. Yes. But, and we all know Ashley had a single back in the day. She was the first one to release a single on the Potomac uh, about franchise. About smiling butterflies. Something. I mean, it was it was all right. Now, mind you, I didn't, I didn't buy that single, Ashley. I'm sorry. Uh, but they asked Ashley to perform it. And Ashley is like, okay. Now, as soon as she said, okay. In my mind, I said, oh, when the reunion comes out, Ashley going to have a single or something to drop. Like, I was like, you, you, she was just too hyped to jump up. But mind you, Miss Ashley Darby jumped up and said, I'm thriving, I'm healing, I'm surviving. I'm thriving, I'm healing, I'm surviving. I don't surviving, think that was the song, but it was, it was a bop. Like, it was a bop. It was a bop. So much so that the people who were sitting at the other tables were clapping. 
So look, she ain't need no backup lady boys or nothing. She was just acapella spit not the so. lady boys i'm dead <laughs> but here's the thing i think the thing that surprised me the most about ashley was like i was like girl you kind of sound you sound all right i was like okay i'm thriving yes. and i'm healing and i'm but 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 um yes because so. her first single i would say not a fan um you know it was about some signs twirling in the sunshine and butterflies sound like a toilet. i thought it was about coffee i don't know honey um, but the point was it wasn't good. Um, and this one was much better. So I, I, and the fact that she was ready to jump up and sing it with no notice, no vocal warmups, no costumes. Yeah. Coffee and love. I knew, listen, I, I know, I know it was called coffee and love. Now I can't tell you how it go, but yeah. And so then they decide to do a photo shoot. Now, I'm not sure if this information came out. The no, this information came out at the table. So something about Karen still celebrating her uh, triple 20 and, you know, keeping her body. And she was saying she got this new trainer that she enjoys. But it was interesting because I felt like through the chat. Well, I mean, if you are an OG Potomac fan, then you know that. Blue eyes. Blue Eyes was allegedly a trainer and I thought he was a chauffeur. A chauffeur. But, yes. you know, Shasha over the years has said that, like, Karen's trainers sometimes are her love interest. And we've seen maybe two episodes ago where Karen was mentioning to Ray that she needed a new trainer and he had to be young, uh, look a certain way. And Ray was like, well, why does you need to be there? And Karen was like, it's not an option. So Karen is like gushing about this new trainer. But then as like the chitter chatter is happening, it seems like, is he an, is he a new trainer? Or is he a former trainer? Uh, it was just a little unclear. But she nicely slips away from that as like, oh, we're not going to go there. And it's on to the photo shoot because yes, there's, you know, smoke. And probably a fire there. And so. again, what I even appreciate about Candace in this episode, because she had a confessional where she was like, Miss Karen, girl, I'm not, I don't know, but you know, we gonna respect the institution. Uh, so we'll leave it at that. Uh, so they are talking. They decided to do a photo shoot, I guess, because yeah. Robin lets us know that, like, I guess the Sports Illustrated cover shot, maybe the Martha Stewart Martha shot, Stewart. was actually shot in the Dominican Republic. So the housewives go on to do their best cover model poses, and there were some very cute poses. Yeah. Um, I love the shade of Bravo by giving them all covers, like Candace Big Booty Bass. It was hilarious to me. Um, and Kiana um, mentioning about her sickness. I thought it was great shade. Um, I thought they all looked lovely in the photo. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I thought they all were a mess, but Candace, Ashley, and Wendy's photo. Oh, and then, mind you, they did Robin the dirtiest. <laughs> yeah, they did. It was Hers was not cute. Why I would they get... I thought all of them looked okay. I really did not like them. And uh, I, I mean, mean they all Robin. were like, okay, but I mean, Candace ate as we knew. Ashley ate, and Wendy definitely ate. And I also have to say... Um, Wendy's bathing suit, the, these last two episodes. Now, I'm gonna give it to Wendy. She she eats with the bathing suits. Like, Wendy spends a coin for her bathing suits. They be looking, they look right. Uh, and my one friend, uh, my one friend Sarah always 
like hates on Robin. Like she loves Robin, but she'd be hating on Robin's like swimwear and outerwear. She's like, it just looks so whatever. And I'm like, leave Robin alone. But when I was like looking at Robin's swimwear, uh, this trip with like the cutouts as compared to Wendy's, I was like, I thought the worst Robin outfit was those jeans when they were playing um, Answer the Damn Question. So I couldn't even get to the bathing suit. And I so, liked Ashley's bathing suit. I actually thought hers was cute, the blue with the cutouts. So, so yeah. And then I guess after we are done taking photos, the ladies split off. You know, Karen, Candace, and Wendy are off to the side. And it is Mia, Ashley, and Giselle and Robin. And Robin is bringing up to the girls, like, did you notice how when Giselle was talking about her kids last night, how Wendy and Ashley was making a face and doing all this stuff? And so Giselle was like, I didn't really notice it. And then Mia and Ashley are saying that they do notice it. And Giselle kind of sort of starts barking up, like, one thing I'm not going to do is play about my kids and bop, 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 bop. And then, of course, I guess Wendy and Karen can feel the energy. So they walk over. And Wendy's saying, what y'all talking about? So I'm excited to hear how that conclusion will be next week. But I already a, know. What you talking about? Dot, dot, dot. Dot, so, dot, dot, dot. Hmm? Exactly. So that is how they leave it off. A very nice cliffhanger to launch us into episode 15 with a fight, because you know it's going to be something. I don't think Giselle's going to hold back. Mia trying to, is tooting up her lips and looking the other way like she don't want to say it. So it seems like there's something coming, and I cannot wait. I, I guarantee you that Candace's rebuttal in the argument or in her confessional is that you talked about my... You like my husband and his kid. Like, I guarantee you that will be, I guarantee you it will be brought up. And I don't I care. So, whatever. It's not a valid argument, um, but I'm sure she'll try to use it. We will see what see. will happen on the next episode of Real Housewives of Potomac. Yeah. Um, anything uh, going on in your life, Bryce, that you'd like to pump up? I know you I got some to... event dates coming up, right? Yeah, you know the Bryce and Wynn Tour 46 kicks off this Wednesday, February 28th in New York City. So tickets are available. We are going on an eight-city tour. We'll be hitting D.C. We'll be hitting Chicago. We'll be hitting Dallas. We'll be hitting New York. So Philadelphia. I so, am listen, so excited. Yeah. I can't wait. To see you guys when you come to Chicago. I definitely will be there. Yeah. And I have so enjoyed my time talking to you, Bryce Bay, and to the Purple Pants Posse. So love you guys. Yes. We'll be back next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. Yeah, yeah. It's the